0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Hey,
1: Shelly Santana is joining us. Shelly knows a thing or two about booking travel on our phone. She is the assistant professor of marketing at Bentley University. And let's face it, when it comes to millennials, most of them book all of their travel on their phones. How is it with baby boomers, Shelley?
0: Um, so with baby boomers and, and people who are older than millennials, you know, tend to use both devices. So laptops and desktops as well as um, mobile devices uh, to book their travel and and just to interact with the world um, electronically and digitally.
1: And so I know you've got some some research and some information that says it's not a good idea. And this is what I've encountered. And maybe you can address it because I seem to always have my phone in my hand. So it's very easy to book travel. I have a lot of travel apps. But what I keep running into is it's hard to differentiate what is a good price and what's a bad price because they'll add a resort fee on. It could be like a a Hilton or a Marriott. And it's like, what? They just added a $14 per night resort fee. This is not a resort. It's just a hotel in the city. So, is that one of the ways they get us? And is that why it's a bad idea?
0: Yeah. So, if you think about a couple things when it comes to using your phone, and we all do it, right? But your phone is a very small screen, and it's very hard to pay attention to the details, the fine print, literally and figuratively, when it comes to making these types of reservations. And that's really where you see the disclosure of a lot of these fees, whether it's a resort fee or a checked bag fee or um, a change in in, um, plane ticket fees. Those are literally and figuratively the fine print, as I said. And sometimes those are hard to see when you're on your phone. And we're also often very distracted when we're on our phone. We're multitasking, we're walking, we're moving, we might be watching television, we're trying to listen to family. Um, so it doesn't have our full attention. And, and when that happens, it's very easy to miss some of these ancillary fees. It's very easy to um, not be able to do comparison shopping quite as easily because you can't have multiple tabs open um, and really devote your attention to understand not what the listed and quoted price is, but what is this actually going to cost me in total?
1: Yeah, and that's the key because you go to check out, you're putting in your information, and you're like, "Wait, wait a second, uh, that doesn't look like the price that I thought I was quoted." According to one tech company called Payments dot com, their website dedicated to analyzing the role of payments in new tech, they looked at February of this year and said fifty one point four percent of travel service purchases were made on a mobile device. So those travel companies know what we're doing and they make that small print. Well, it, you can't read it. It's really not not anything that you're going to notice when you're booking a trip, and that's the issue, isn't it?
0: That's exactly right. And you know, there's been a lot of legislation and, and discussion about even further legislation about how those disclosures should work for consumers because really what you want to do as a consumer is I want to know that I've got the full information um, for me to be able to make this decision and feel good about myself. In and, and your uh, example that you gave at the top of this segment of, you know, I book a, a hotel room and then all of a sudden I have a $14 per day uh, charge for a resort fee when this isn't even a resort um, really doesn't make people feel good.
1: What is drip pricing? Yeah, so
0: drip pricing, and I've done some research on this with some colleagues, drip pricing refers to the practice um, where Firms will advertise a part of a price upfront for consumers and then reveal a dip, um, additional surcharges and fees as you go through the purchase process. So your resort fee example when it comes to hotels is a perfect example of drip pricing, um, where you book a room because it says that the room rate is $100 per night. Um, and then once you get, you start your booking process and you're in that funnel, then you come to realize that, oh, there's an additional resort fee um there's additional charges for different levels of internet access or different levels of internet speed, et cetera
1: right, and that would include the baggage fees and the seat selection on airplanes and every exactly. other fee that they seem to tack on uh so how yeah. does it how is how does it differentiate between doing it on an iphone or your laptop you're just saying that it's easier to see that it's you know spelled out in a bigger format where we digest it or we because we should be looking for it even if it is on our phone right
0: yeah so you know most of us particularly in the economic times most of us Um, are looking for the best deal and we're price sensitive. So in order to comparison shop, it's just much easier to do it on a larger screen and a larger format like a desktop or a laptop where you can have a couple of different tabs open and you can compare and contrast what one provider is offering versus another. That's very difficult and very tedious to do um, on a mobile device.
1: Shelly Santana is an assistant professor of marketing at Bentley University. We're talking about why booking travel on your phone is a bad idea. Let me know if you know anything about this, but I feel if I bump out of a tab and I search a price on another app and I come back to the original low price that I thought I was getting, it's already increased.
0: Yeah, sometimes that does happen. And and we call that dynamic pricing where some um, sellers and providers are able to update their prices in real time based on consumer demand Um, But that actually, you know, consumers think that that happens and the risk of risk of that happening is much higher than it actually is. And we actually have research that shows that one of the reasons why consumers don't do more comparison shopping is because we think that it's going to take longer than it does. And we don't think we're going to save as much money as we could. And it turns out oftentimes that's not the case.
1: Will there be any legislation that will protect consumers when it comes to online travel booking? So
0: in general, there's a lot of legislation that's being considered right now um, about, um, you know, the Biden administration just discussed their approach and their focus on what they call junk fees um, that that we just discussed. Um, there's been other legislation that's been proposed around um, truth in pricing, so making it sure and very transparent to consumers um, what their actual all-in price is going to be when they're trying to purchase a product. Um, As you can imagine, the legislation in in Congress is uh, debating the merits of these cases back and forth. Um, So I don't know if we'll see anything before the end of the year, um, but it is certainly something that's on on the radar screen of of several of the um, members of Congress down in Washington, D.C.
1: And before I let you go, a quick question. Someone said, isn't it just best to use a travel agent? You know,
0: travel agents do have a particular expertise, um, and but, you know, travel agents, everyone that's involved in your distribution process and pro- providing a service to you is Charges going, a fee. To, yeah, is going <laughs> yeah. to expect to get paid for the value that they deliver. So, yep. um, you know, so that's just another thing to keep in mind. Thank you so
1: much for joining the Lisa Dent Show.